Good morning. It is Sunday, February 28th, 2021. And the goal that I set for this year was to publish one episode per month. So here I am procrastinating till the very end. (laughs) Uh, But I made it. So Welcome to episode number 13 of Sunshine Soul. And I figured that since this is the month of love, February with Valentine's Day, I I figured, you know, I haven't done an episode on self-love and the importance of loving yourself unconditionally and truly making sure that you really just take the time to reflect. You know, I think it's really easy, um, especially for me anyways, to think about all of the things that need to be done or that should be done, or that have to be done, and, you know, um, I believe that I am my worst critic in the world. I can easily beat myself up and not even think twice about it, but it's really difficult for me to give myself credit and really just say to myself, wow, Kimberly, you're pretty resilient. And you've accomplished quite a bit. You know, you grew up in the foster care system. You've lived on your own since you were 17. You moved down to San Diego without knowing anyone. And you followed what has been a dream of yours since you were a child. You became a elementary school teacher. You have your master's degree. You did exactly what your heart told you, which was to always give back to the community and really do my very best to really teach in Title I schools, which are low income. And I did that. And I tried really hard to continue to live that as long as I could. You know, I I think that before, you know, the time of COVID, if we can say that, (laughs) we are still here. It's been a year later almost, um, at least since the lockdown. And we're still here, you know. Kids are still not in school full time. There are some that are doing hybrid, but I'm not interested in that, you know. I, I, I love that I am able to essentially make the choices that I want to do whatever I want. I I am in complete control of my destiny and do I believe in the power of manifestation completely 100%? Does that mean you just say whatever you want and it just it just magically happens? Absolutely not. You need to put in the work. I am clear on all of the goals I have ever set for myself 
definitely have taken a lot of work and I am one that has no problem putting in the work. I have been working my ass off since I can remember. I had my first job when I was 12 years old working as a receptionist through some hire a youth program making $4.25 and you know since then here I am 36 years old still working my ass off and not even blinking twice. Why? Because I have goals and I will forever have goals. I mean I think the biggest one that I have and it still has yet to be accomplished in some sort of way is really just trying to figure out like what is going to make me happy completely unconditionally and I would say aside from teaching because I do love teaching and at the moment I am actually a private teacher um, and I love it not for a private school but I work directly with parents and they pay me to help their child learn and you know especially with everything that's happening with COVID a lot of parents really don't even want their child in school so half the students that I'm working with Um, aren't even doing Zoom learning because they just hate the idea of any kind of screen and excuse me they have decided you know Kimberly you're well 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 seasoned and we would love to have you so you know Monday through Thursday I have a pod of two wonderful boys and I essentially just treat it like a school day you know we have our morning meeting and you know we talk about what we're excited about and what we're looking forward to and then we have reading writing recess of course then we have math and recess again and then art and or science depending on how the day goes and essentially that is the schedule but does it go to (laughs) that exact layout no because sometimes I walk in and there is a meltdown of a child who is six years old on the floor you know and you know I gotta pick up the pieces and keep it pushing and you know I've been called Mary Poppins and all of the sorts and I take that as a compliment because at the end of the day I do feel that not only am I a teacher but I'm also a mentor and sometimes a mom and although I don't have my own children at the moment I do feel that I connect very well with kids anywhere from zero years old all the way up until teenagers and beyond and young adults and, you know, all of that jazz. I just feel that my connection with them is just natural and I don't have to force it. And I think that's why parents really enjoy having me be their child's teacher in their home Uh, with masks worn because we do follow COVID precautions, you know, just because it's just safety first. And, you know, I wouldn't have it any other way. I love that, 
you know, what I thought I wanted, which was to have a contract. You know, I, you know, worked in three different school districts in San Diego for 10 years. And I just figured to myself, you know, at at this point I needed a break. And after all of the messiness of hostile work environments and the politics that I needed a break, uh, you know, I'll be very honest. I was done. I, I, I needed a break. I loved the kids. That was never an issue for me. It was really just the adults that I worked with. And unfortunately, it took a toll on my mental health. And I really needed to take that time to just do me and heal and really just focus on whether I wanted to continue being a teacher or if I wanted to go in a different direction. And that was in, you know, 2019. You know, my last day in the classroom was June 15th, 2019. And here we are almost two years later. And I have decided that, yes, I love teaching and I want to continue doing it in a different way. And thanks to COVID, I am able to do that because, you know, like I mentioned before, there's a lot of parents out there that don't want to send their child back to school anytime soon. With the vaccine, without the vaccine, any of the above, there's just, they're just not interested. And I think that's a plus for me because here I am still wanting to teach in a different way because, you know, I don't see myself going back into the classroom anytime soon. Um, I, for one, uh, have already tested positive for COVID and that was a few months ago and I quarantined and took all the precautions. Thank goodness I didn't have any symptoms, but I still, you know, quarantined and kept myself away from other people. And at the end of the day, this vaccine, you know, who knows what the side effects are going to be and, you know, whether that's now immediately or in the near future or a year from now or two years from now, like, I don't even have kids yet. I want to make sure that I still am able to have kids. And if I got the vaccine and for some reason it has some kind of effect on that, like I would be super, super sad. So at this point, I've decided that I will not be getting the vaccine. Um, You know, to a certain extent, I've already had the vaccine to a certain extent because I already had COVID. And, you know, I still take precautions. I wear my mask, you know, whenever I'm out and about. And that's kind of how I do it, you know. With the families that I'm working with, I'm still very cautious. And, you know, I'm going to ride it out, you know. There are the other half of my kids that do go to school on a hybrid basis. One goes in the a.m., the other goes in the p.m., And that works for them, but yet they still need me. Why? Because they're only going to school, I think, two to three hours. I think three hours at the max. And they don't do recess. And, you know, they have half the students in there due to social distancing. So I think they have, I think, the max of like 12 students in their classroom. And I just, I can't even imagine what it would be like to be a teacher 
in a public school system right now. It just blows my mind. Excuse me. <laughs> I tried to hit pause, but didn't know where that was. So you just heard me sneeze. <laughs> Excuse me. And yeah. So teaching is definitely one thing that I love to do and I still love to do in a different capacity. And during this whole COVID thing, you know, you know, I have learned how to really just make sure that I'm taking care of myself. And that kind of goes hand in hand with self-love and self-care, essentially. And, you know, as much as I love teaching all subjects, reading, writing, math, science, social studies, PE, art, I've been a PE teacher before. I have been an art teacher before, and I think that's where my love is. So I'm going to go back to school and add a credential and become an art teacher. And once I continue to work on my second love, which is photography, then I would like to be a photography teacher. And although that is at the middle school and high school level, I do feel like at that point I would be ready for it. Um, as much as I love my elementary students, um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know what the future holds, but I am really excited about going back to school and learning something new and perhaps taking another class or two to get the supplemental credentials so that I become an art teacher. You know, I I love having my own classroom, but there is a lot of stress that comes along with it. And I've dedicated 10 years of my life to doing everything and it hasn't worked. You know, maybe that's not where I'm supposed to be. And, you know, I believe that I should be open to whatever possibilities are out there. You know, I had a dream, uh, not last night, but the night before. And there was a dream about a huge window. And funny enough, I looked up the meaning of you know, dreaming about a window, a large window, in fact. And it said, you know, being open to the possibilities that are in your life and, you know, just making sure that you just keep an open mind. And it really just made me reflect on, you know, where I am career-wise and also, you know, in other aspects of my life just in general you know I I'm not close-minded by any means I've always been you know very open-minded and one to really just you know kind of go with the flow I'm not you know high might high maintenance by any means I'm kind of like you know, whatever's fun, whatever's clever, you know, it's kind of my deal. Um, I feel like as a teacher, you kind of have to go with the flow because every day is different. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, as much as I wanted to be a classroom teacher with a contracted position and have my pension at the end of 30 plus years of teaching, it's okay. 
that's okay for change. It's It doesn't have to be exactly how I planned it. So I'm going to be open to whatever comes my way. And with that being said, you know, this last year and a half has really allowed me to take the time to reflect and really just take care of myself because I feel like in the last 10 years plus really the 10 years plus me really just being here in San Diego um, I have really just just hustled grinded all day every day you know I would go to school and then I'd have two jobs and you know I'd be a server or I'd be a tutor or you know I'd be both and you know in that time I also had a full-fledged relationship for seven years and I don't remember a time where I actually had the time to relax and really just sleep in and enjoy my life and you know I think it felt very new and different and unfortunately for months and I would say even years It was really difficult for me to really just enjoy that time of actually relaxation. I felt a lot of guilt because I always felt like I should be doing something. And, you know, especially when I had first made the decision to not go back into the classroom, I felt like a failure. You know, I said to myself, you know, why, why wasn't I able to establish myself you know at that point I was 34 I believe and or maybe 33 I can't remember um anyways I I just felt you know at that point you know I saw myself as a complete failure you know I said you know after 10 years I should have been able to have a tenure position and not be worried about whether I have a job year after year but that wasn't the case and I had a lot of guilt about just not being where I should be and you know because of that I wasn't able to fully relax or really appreciate the time that I had to really just do whatever it was that I wanted to do. And even still, like today, I still struggle with being able to fully appreciate who I am as a woman, as a person, as a teacher, as a photographer, as a great friend and sister and daughter. And I just, you know, at the end of the day, I'm really... It's it's kind of sad because I, you know, I hope that, you know, whoever is listening is able to kind of um, relate in one way or another to the fact that, like, you're not the only one that feels this way because me, who was talking to you, uh, you know, I struggle. I struggle with being able to love myself 
completely and unconditionally and it's completely normal and at the end of the day I feel like it takes way more work to actually love yourself 100% without a doubt you know I wake up most of the time I actually do wake up in a pretty good mood but sometimes I don't like yesterday um, it was the 27th of February and I didn't wake up in a great mood it was a Saturday and all I could think about was you know I'm just not in a good mood I my car is filled right now with you know things from my teaching I had cleared out my classroom into a friend's classroom and essentially I this was like the last big trip that I was making um, with my car filled of teaching stuff and so basically I could barely see out the windows it was that full and so I made my way out to my friend's home where you know he's allowed me to go ahead and and keep my things until I try to figure out what I'm really really doing with my teaching career and I had given away quite a few boxes and bags of teaching stuff but I still had a lot and so I think I was just in a funk from having to realize that I just I have so much stuff you know just in general but like teaching stuff I have a lot and so I needed to go ahead and relinquish that and unload the car and then even after unloading the car you know I think there was an easy 10 trips from my car to his back house where I stored everything. And, you know, there was a bag that fell and then there was a box that ripped. And, you know, I just felt some type of way and, you know, it was warm. And then I started sweating and I was just annoyed. And <clears throat> yeah, so I wasn't in a good mood. And then, you know, I you know, organized all of that. And then I got back into my car and I had already made plans to go ahead and, you know, go with my photography group down to explore some caves that I had never been on before. And so that was really fun. And I, you know, I brought myself to the ocean and I got to enjoy that time of just really just being in my element you know I had my camera and I was in the sunshine I got to wear shorts and just really just enjoy this time with a group of new people I had never met before and it was fun I had a blast and it was great I rewarded myself with time outside because if I hadn't I probably would have just came back home and gotten into bed and slept all day because I was feeling depressed and feeling down why because I'm still not where I thought I should have been at this point in my career you know and so with that being said, I, I just want to just point out the importance of really just forcing myself into really doing things that are new and that bring me joy. You know, I 
never met these people, but we all had the similar love of photography and exploring new places. And so that's something that I was able to do. And, you know, as much as I wanted to just lay in my bed and sleep, and even though I wasn't tired, I would have just slept anyways. Those are signs of depression. And I still struggle with that. So I have to remind myself that, yeah, you're still capable of fighting the good fight and doing the things that bring you joy and showing yourself that you care and that you love yourself. And yes, this is going to be a journey. It doesn't stop. It's going to continue forever until my 80s and 90s like I'm gonna always struggle with this why because well for one it's in it's hereditary my family has mental health issues and that's just the way it goes but at the end of the day I don't have to allow it to control my life I I am the one that has control. I am the one that gets to decide what kind of day I'm going to have. And for the most part, I do feel that I am more than capable of telling myself, hey, you're going to have a wonderful day. Why? Because you say so. Let's go take a walk around the neighborhood or let's spend some time in the sunshine tending to the garden or spending time with friends or family or planning a trip and going somewhere new or maybe not so new and just doing whatever it is that I want to do because I have zero responsibilities and that's the thing about it right I don't have any responsibilities except to love myself and yes that seems selfish but that's how I become selfless I had heard a saying somewhere you need to be selfish to become selfless and I thought that was very wise because I struggle with being selfish and giving myself this unconditional love and I'm not really sure why I think perhaps it's because you know as a child I was kind of forced to taking care of everybody else but myself and wasn't taken care of even as a child by my own parents which is why I wound up in foster care you know they didn't abuse me like physically or mentally or anything like that it was neglect you know they just were so addicted to drugs and alcohol that they just forgot to take care of me and my little sister so you know then it was kind of up to me to become the adult as a child and take care of myself and my little sister and yes at a lot of times them and you know I can totally have a different episode on that but I think that's where the ability for me to have self-love 
really um, started the the ability to struggle, I guess, should I say, I don't know, I'm kind of at a loss for words in regards to like why it's it's a struggle for me to love myself unconditionally and um, allow others to love me unconditionally and you know I think I put up a front of you know everything's fine and you know when things aren't fine it's it's hard for me to really just be open about those times because I am a tough cookie you know I have these walls and I don't allow a lot of people in but when I do I expect you know unconditional love and support and you know, I think that's just because that's what I would give. And then at the end of the day, I sometimes forget that not everyone is like myself. And so sometimes I get hurt and my feelings are, you know, they are what they are. You know, at the end of the day, I think it's been so long since I've been in, in a real relationship with another person that I um it's really easy for me to cut people off because I don't want to get hurt and if I'm feeling like you know you don't care or you're not reciprocating the kind of effort and positive energy and interest then why are we even doing this it's easy for me to be by myself it's super easy. I've been by myself forever. And the ability for me to allow another person in is extremely difficult for me. And when I'm dating and I am showing interest to others, if it's not reciprocated, there's no there's no point in continuing because at the end of the day, I know what I deserve which is nothing but the very best because I always give my best. I always do. And, you know, I think at the at the very end of the day, I need to remember that I need to give my very best to myself because that's the only way that I could ever be in a healthy relationship is making sure that I give myself unconditional love and self-care every single day because it's really easy for me to get caught up in working and grinding and hustling and go 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 and then dating and then giving my effort to them but it takes a lot for me to really just slow down and remember that Kimberly is priority number one and that's never going to change, but I really have to work at that. And so I really hope that, you know, my listeners out there, you know, from all over the world, I appreciate you. You know, I really hope that you get the importance of really taking care of yourself and doing something that brings you joy every single day, whether that's, you know, going out and enjoying the sunshine, 
going to the ocean, putting yourself in there and dipping your toes in the cold water and feeling refreshed, talking to someone on the phone, whether that's, you know, like actually talking, talking or virtually, you know, seeing their face because, you know, I know the COVID precautions at this point in time, there's a lot out there going on, but making sure that you do something for yourself, turning on music and having a dance party, enjoying a cup of coffee for me it's getting into my garden you know I I love getting my feet and my hands dirty in the dirt and planting and you know enjoying sunshine with my dog and just really just taking it all in I think I really am a simple person and I love the simple joys of life and it doesn't take a lot for me to be happy and I need to realize that you know my my love languages are quality time and words of affirmation that's it I I need to be told positive words of affirmation and I need to tell myself positive words of affirmation so that's one thing that we can all work on is making sure to really just love on ourselves more and really just ensure that we really take the time to remember how great we really are You know, I know that I'm not the only one that struggles with self-love and practicing self-care every single day because, you know, like anything else, it is a habit. And in order to make a habit, it takes like 30 days or 40 days or something like that. But you just got to start with one day, one day at a time. That's all it takes. So... Let's start with that now. Here's some positive affirmations that I would like to share with myself and the world, whoever's listening at this point. I am beautiful. I am resilient. I am worthy of love. (coughs) I am... incredibly accomplished and capable of doing anything that I put my heart to. I am lovable and I am incredibly loving and So much more. So much more. I want you to make a list of five I am statements. And those are some examples that I just listed. I am beautiful. I am worthy. I am resilient. I am capable. Whatever they are. And they don't have to be short. They can be long. But I want you to really just take the time to realize how special you are 
and <clears throat> take the time to really acknowledge who you are as a person because at the end of the day no one's going to do it better than yourself so I hope that you have enjoyed episode number 13 of Sunshine Soul Uh, this is a really really special episode for myself because you know like I shared before self-love is something that I have struggled with in the past and continue to even now but it's something that I'm aware of and I think that is the first step in anything right is making sure that you are acknowledging that this is something that yeah I do struggle with it but here is what I'm doing to make the changes so that I can become better and I can make the changes and essentially being able to practice the self-care and the self-love allows me to go ahead and give that love to others without draining myself because I'm already giving myself the time to do the things that bring me joy and that bring me happiness and that bring me fulfillment in my life. So I hope you have a wonderful day. I'm going to continue to enjoy my Sunday and do some things that bring me peace and joy and love. And I'll talk to you soon.